everyone. Welcome to the June 14th, 2016 edition of The Way with Anoa. I'm your host, Anoa Chaga. So happy to have you with me again. Like, we, you guys, I know we haven't been together that long, you know, here with The Way with Anoa. Um, but this whole movement, this whole process, tonight is the final primary um, in the Democratic primary election cycle, DC closing it out, bringing it home, casting those final votes. Polls um, should have closed at uh, just at eight o'clock. Um, we also have Nevada. Nevada primary is tonight, um, state and federal elections, not the presidential primary. Um, and we have some of our own, well, some of my own, I can't speak to you for everybody. Uh, polls are still open in Nevada, I believe. So if you're out in Nevada, if you're in Nevada and you haven't gotten to the polls yet, please go vote. Alex Singer, uh, Congressional District 3, uh, Lucy Flores, Congressional District 4, two of my personal faves, you know, do as you wish. Um, yeah, so there's been a lot. It's been, it's been, it's always a lot going on, but, but. Like I've been real heavy. Like my heart's been very heavy. I've always been a little tired. Um, I'm. You guys may have noticed that. I know someone commented before on one of my more recent videos. Like your energy is just like it's not like all high like Ben's. No, I'm gonna be honest. I've been. I'm tired. Um, a lot of us have been grinding. I mean, we all work. We do whatever we do. Some of us were able to take leaves from our jobs or were able to work full time. You know, in terms of Bernie Sanders campaign, some of us this has been basically a second or third job for us, right? Um, you know, we have family, we have other commitments, we have other things going on. So I, I, I think everyone, no matter what has happened, right? I think everyone needs to take a moment and really think about what you help contribute to. Even if, you know, all you have been able to do is donate or you've been able to, you know, we, we joke about digital organizing, you know, online fake internet activists, that's that's real. Sharing information, engaging people is, is real work, and it definitely plays a part. It definitely, um, you know, it definitely helps spread the message and spread the awareness. Because if we had it not been for the very robust digital organizing that occurred, there are a lot of people out there, particularly with the way the media has treated the Sanders campaign up until today, right? Like, if it wasn't for so many of you out there. It wasn't for the Progressive Army, for Benjamin Dixon, for so many others. Bernie's message would never have been heard by the millions that that did hear by those who were participated. Um, I wanted to start off with a quote. Um, In every crisis, there is a message. Crises are nature's way of forcing change, breaking down old structures, shaking loose negative habits so that something new and better can take their place. Susan L. Taylor. Um, I chose that quote for a couple of different reasons. One, again, excuse me, here we are. We're at the end of the primary cycle. We're at the end of the official, you know, presidential campaign process on the Democratic side. Well, not the official, the official end is the convention, 
delegates seated when everyone when that process plays out. But but the actual voting process um, in terms of you know we the people voting ends tonight. Um, and, and you know some of us some people look at this and they're very disappointed by the way things have turned out. Um, I for one tend to look at the upside of all things. I believe that the involvement level, the the excitement factor. For those of us, people like myself who were never engaged, I was not an electoral politics person. Yes, I cast my vote in the past, but I've never been moved and motivated this much to actually get out there and do anything. And I just feel like we're on the verge of something great, right? We're on the verge of creating something wonderful. Now, what that is, what that looks like, and who's actually going to be standing with us when that's done, I don't know. That's yet to be seen. And please, 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 you know, listen, keep listening to Progressive Army, um, to our shows, keep reading the articles for our website, you know, check out other groups too, because there's a lot of stuff happening. You guys have been heard me mention brand new Congress before. People Summit takes place finally this weekend. And um, in a few minutes, I'll be joined by um, two of the lead organizers of the People's Revolution. Um, that's another initiative I've mentioned it a couple of times that is taking place this summer. Um, I believe it's the Saturday ahead of the actual convention. There's a lot of stuff, you know, see you in Philly. There is a whole slew of activities, basically starting with this weekend, all the way up and through the convention week um, going on. So, so this is just the beginning. I mean, people are like, well, you know, you'll see the snarky comments on, on social media, well, get over it, or trolls, you know, say, well, you lost, you know, get over it or whatever, because we, but what people fail to understand, and this is how I know that people do not understand what this was all about, right? This is the beginning. Would it have, would, would we have liked to see, you know, a better process? Sure. But having, having these glaring issues be exposed, because a lot of the stuff, many of us have said, you know, um, election fraud issues, these things have existed. They've been pro people, voter suppression, these issues have existed. They've been problems for a very long time. There's a lot of organizations and groups and movements that are already working and dealing with a lot of the issues that kind of came together within this Bernie Sanders campaign process. But this has always been bigger than a campaign for president. Bernie says that himself all the time. This is about everyday people like you and me getting involved, getting out there and pounding the pavement, you know, demanding better. So we got to keep that going no matter what turns out and happens. One of the things I, I, I suggest to everyone to do um, is coming up, coming up, um, let's see, uh, June 18th is the deadline. This Saturday is the deadline. So the, the damn convention um, ahead of the convention, they they basically they're trying to get people's input, whatever. Um, but there is the opportunity for you to submit written or video testimony online, um, basically about what you think about the platform going ahead. There's also if you guys get the Democracy for America's, um, if you get the uh, what you call it, uh, get the emails from Democracy for America. Sorry guys, um, there is an email that just got sent out from Keith Ellison, Representative Keith Ellison. It's basically asking, what is your input? Remember, to Keith Ellison, Cornell West, these are among the people who are on the platform committee. What do you want to see as a part of the platform? What issues are important to you? And there is, this is the cool thing. There are a bunch of check boxes, but there is an other box. 
And the other box has a huge character limit. So you can write a lot if you need to. Um, one of my friends posted her statement and it was like three or four paragraphs, very long, detailed paragraphs with citations and quotes and links. So there are some meaningful opportunities. Well, if there are meaningful opportunities if we make them meaningful, right? One could say the Democratic Party um, having this opportunity for people to submit video or written testimony is just, you know, to placate folks. You know what? Hey, game recognized grain. If that's what they think they're going to do, Let's give them some testimony. Let's flood them with testimony. Let's flood them with written testimony, video testimony. But I challenge you to then publish what you've submitted publicly. Use the hashtag see you in Philly, dim platform, dim convention, you know, some combination of those. But you can publish your written works very easily through something like Medium. Um, and your videos, you can upload videos very easily to YouTube. I mean, I don't know if there are any, if anyone out there would like to help coordinate that. But we have until June 18th to get these done and submitted. And I really think that the more of us that use our voices, the issues, some people have asked me, like, well, what? I don't even know where to begin. Just what do you think? What, what, just even think about the platform that you've been supporting this whole time. What is important and what do you think needs to be a part of that platform going forward? And I really do think that if we leverage our voices, we leverage our input, this helps when they are in the, when they're in those discussions, this helps Representative Ellison, this helps Cornell West, this helps all the other, Deborah Parker, this helps everyone who is in that room. You know what I'm saying? You care about um, 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 the U.S. stance towards Palestinians. Put it in the platform. You know, say you want, you know what I'm saying? Like, like make it happen because we we are driving this process. They think they drive this process. The donors think they're driving No, we need to leverage our power in a meaningful way. Like I said, there's a lot of action and activity that's going to be happening going forward. You know, going leading up into the convention during the convention, Black Men for Burning is doing a tour, coming back their way through on um, the South. Really excited because they'll be coming through Atlanta right after the Fourth of July, I believe. Tentatively between the sixth and the ninth, they'll be back through Georgia and Alabama. So, I mean, there's a lot going on. So, do not. I know some of us get a little down sometimes because you know things haven't exactly panned out the way we envisioned. You know, at the start of this primary season. But there's a lot of going on. There are a lot of wonderful people that we've all connected with. And we're moving forward. We are moving forward. Bernie has already said that he is moving forward. Um, I believe he met with Secretary Clinton today. Um, and I don't know what that outcome is. There's also a, um, he, there's an RSVP. You guys need to go and sign up on the events, Bernie's events site for the, the live stream. There'll be a live stream Thursday evening. I believe it's 830 Eastern time. His address to the people. Um, and we're going to hear there, but he, he continues to say that he is pushing forward. He is moving along. He is taking it to the convention. And among other things today, he has said that DNC outright needs new leadership. Debbie Washington Schultz gotta go. Gotta go. That's not enough of a concession for me, for this girl right here. But you know, that would be a really nice gesture if little Debbie, uh, <laughs> got the boot. But, um, it's a lot going on. Uh, I know I'm going to just take a few moments real quick. Uh, everybody's already talking about it. The Orlando shooting, there is a solidarity um, gathering happening. I'm sure plenty of places, but there's a big, I've been Lambda Legal and other folks had pictures and video from Twitter happening here in Atlanta. Um, I, 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 I don't want to really necessarily repeat what's already been said, but I want to talk about it from a mom's perspective. My daughter, um, this weekend, I was dropping my son off for summer camp, 
And my daughter and I, you know, we heard the news. And when I heard the news, I'm with a bunch of kids. I'm with a bunch of kids ages four to 14, 15. Um, and it's the older kids, you know, the 10 year old with us, the, 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 the my, my son and his friends and my daughter and her friends who were of course aware of what was happening in the range and emotion with the kids. You know, the boys are like, man, this is really depressing. That's awful. Can we watch soccer? You know, they're 12. So it doesn't really like, it didn't really hit them. I mean, it hit them, but they weren't really, they were just like, that's really bad. Those types of guns should not be legal. Can we watch soccer now? Okay. The young lady that was with me, she's 10. She was like emotional, you know, cause all those people. Right. And, and she just was so filled with emotion. It's so funny. The little girl, her, her, her feeling was the same as my, my daughter and her friends, you know, they were wrought with emotion. Um, but what was really interesting, you know, thinking about being around the kids and thinking about conversations I have with my daughter, I keep telling her I'm going to start a little, um, I'm going to do a segment called Conversations with My Daughter. So this is my little few minutes right here, Conversations with My Daughter. Um, this morning we were driving to, yesterday morning when I was driving her to, to her summer program, uh, she showed me a, uh, she showed me a, a Tumblr post, or maybe it was this morning, I can't remember, days of morning together. But it basically was tweets from one of the young men that was murdered um, to his mother, right? And she she was so overcome with emotion. And it's very sad, right? It's it's hard not to be overcome with emotion. But to as a parent to watch your child feel pain and to process things that go on, right? It, it, it it's one you pat yourself on the back because it's like, wow, I'm raising a pretty decent human being here better than a lot of the folks walking around uh, making decisions. But two, you feel for them because you want to protect them from these types of things. You don't want your kids to have to think about the possibility if, if they hang out in certain places or if they are around certain people or just, there's no rhyme or reason to any of this stuff, right? Like, so we can't necessarily, we can do our best, but we I can't keep my kids safe. If some crazy person decides they want to go into their school or into the mall, or the movie theater, or a club, I can't protect my kids. And and not having the answers as a parent, like, that's rough. That's rough. But with the other thing that came out of our conversation was that she has a lot of friends who identify as a part of the community. You know, we always say the, the, the mainstream is LGBT. Some people will say LGBTQ. You know, but there's several other letters that that are that are there that are often overlooked, not touched on, not addressed. And we need to have spaces for people to have conversations that are not necessarily just safe spaces over here that are removed from the main conversations we have about issues. We need to break down the barriers and have space for conversations to happen just in general. And I think that the, the, the one of the conversations that has come out of all this that she also raises me is one acknowledging that besides, you know, you have LGBT, right? And a lot of times we only focus on the L and the G. Everyone else does not really get the same recognition, support, um, encouragement. You know, you can list, list, list on. But in this case, which I've seen reiterated by so many people that this is an issue, this is an incident that also overwhelmingly affected people of color who are a part of the community as well, right? 
Um, I saw somebody had some tweets like, well, okay, that's really bad what happened, but black people have been suffering. The fact that we are disregarding the fact that black people and Latino people were the ones primarily affected, it's just, I don't know. Like, it's just the, 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 the people, people are just not thinking as a human being. Um, I'm not really here for trading atrocities. I don't do that. My people have suffered more than your people thing. Um, I'm a human being, and I believe that human beings have a right to exist, the right to live and thrive and be happy. And quite honestly, if you don't agree with that and you are sitting here trying to make justifications, rationalizations about why this isn't as bad as such and such, you should really check yourself. If you're calling yourself a progressive, you really need to think again. Because I don't, there's a really great response from Black Lives Matter that I tweeted out earlier. I'll retweet it again. Um, but this is not the time for those types of statements. It's very divisive. So that's just really kind of my thoughts on the issue. Um, like I said, we're moving forward. There's a lot of stuff that's going on, and all the work that's going forward, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be pretty. We're not going to all get along, ha ha, happy all the time. But it's work that needs to be done. Is a big reward at the end of the rainbow, however far along it takes us to get there. And I'm excited to, you know, share with you some of the good stuff that's going on. So I'm just checking to see. I hear. Yay! I got a full room. <sighs> so I got a I got a full room. Okay, I am going to start with. Jack and Shannon first, and then I'm also joined tonight because it's so exciting because I haven't seen her face yet. Um, the goddess Pamela wrote a phenomenal piece, and we're going to talk about um, state of women in a little bit. But first, I want to talk with Jack and Shannon about People's Revolution. Hi, guys. Hi, Noah. Hi, Noah. Hi, guys. Hi, Jack. Hi, Shannon. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Awesome. I'm doing well. Thank you. Um, so I'll let you guys introduce yourselves um, to everyone, and then we can talk a little bit more about what's going on, what you guys have been doing. Like, just tell me just about yourselves, what you've been doing, and then we'll get straight into the, the nitty-gritty. Shawna, you want to start? I'm Shauna East. I'm uh, we're an organizer with the People's Revolution, and right now our primary objective is organizing the People's Convention, which is a one-day event that's being held at the Arch Street Meeting House in Philadelphia, um, July 23rd. Awesome. Go ahead, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, my name is Jack Rabbit, and uh, you know, like Shauna said, with uh, with Shauna, we're putting together the uh, People's Convention, and uh, you know, I've been. Uh, doing pretty much doing radical organizing since uh, Occupy Wall Street in New York uh, in nice. 2011. Uh, worked with uh, helped to found uh, Inner Occupy, was which was a communications working group that that grew out of uh, Occupy. Um, I uh, I provided logistical support to Ferguson Action and Movement for Black Lives more recently. And uh, Sean and I have been working on Illinois for Bernie for the past year, um, and uh, up until we started doing the People's Revolution, and now we're we're organizing for this convention that I'm very happy to say that Anoa is a part of, which is uh, is pretty awesome. Thanks for that, Anoa. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to be involved. Yeah, so these two 
Um, I've mentioned it maybe once before when I first started coming on Ben's show, just for a little background. Back last summer, after the Netroots incident, um, the interruption happened with Bernie Sanders and um, Black Lives Matter activists at Netroots, these two awesome people were among a, a, a crew that put together this really great call um, for people of color who supported Bernie Sanders. Um, and it was like sometime like mid like whenever that happened, like what was it, mid-July or so, late July. But it was like the most awesome call I had been on. I actually met like a few people that I now I'm very close to and have done all this work with over the time. But like so these folks are like master organizers trying to pull people together. Um, so if you guys could explain just a little bit more um, about like what exactly is the People's Convention? What's the aim? Um, what, are so, we, what, are we, what are we hoping to accomplish? Who's involved? A lot of folks, you know, have been campaigning. Uh, sorry, I'm a little awkward with this hangout thing, but... <laughs> no, you're fine. You're doing fine. Don't look at us. Look at the camera. <laughs> okay, I'm going to look at the camera. So a lot of us have been organizing for Bernie Sanders' campaign for over a year. There's delegates, volunteers, um, former staff members, um, just a bunch of grassroots people as well. Who A lot of people are getting, you know... In, engaged in politics for the first time and people are wondering, you know, what's going to happen next where there's a lot of organizations popping up or events and things like that. So basically this was just an event that we thought to put on, you know, because a lot of people are going to be in Philadelphia at that time. We thought what better place to have this um, event take place. We were hoping for it to be like a few day thing, but it was really, you know, with the amount that it costs to rent places and, you know, just the logistics of organizing from afar. Um, right now we're working on a one-day event and uh, just bringing together organizers from around the country that have maybe only worked together remotely and are going to be in Philadelphia anyways at that time. Uh, some delegates that are going to participate in the DNC convention a few days late, a couple days later. Ours is right before the DNC starts. So we're trying to set the tone sort of for what's going to come up that week with all the different rallies and things like that, sort of a spirit of cooperation and collaboration and solidarity um, is what we're trying to do. And I'll let Jack speak also on <laughs> what we're doing. No, I mean, like, you know, like you know, obviously you're, you're spot on with all that stuff. Uh, just, you know, what, what I'm going to talk about just real briefly is uh, what we have planned for the event itself. Um, you know, as I mentioned a second ago, Noah is working on the racial justice issue statement for uh, what we've called the People's Platform. Um, and that's uh, the ratification of that People's Platform is going to be uh, like the central, one of the two central events of the day. Uh, and the, the People's Platform is basically an experiment in radical democracy. We're trying to create, um, we're trying to bring uh, grassroots organizers and grassroots groups from around the country that are working on different issues, the most important issues that we face today, um, bringing people together and, you know, uh, collaborating uh, across different groups to be able to provide solutions for mm -hmm. things like climate justice, uh, wealth and income inequality, 
the issue of living wage or uh, basic income, for example, and to, to kind of like work collaboratively across different groups and across constituencies to be able to, um, you know, build a platform that is actually uh, contributed to by the public at large and is avail available and accessible to people to be able to comment on and to amend. The idea being mm -hmm. that we will have an actual document that is uh, that is a statement, a policy statement written by the people that is specifically for the people. So, um, so we're really excited about that. I'm really excited about that. And additionally, we're going to have an, organi an organizing space that's uh, set aside and designated specifically to be able to have people from from all you know all different uh, areas come together to talk about you know what we can do to build a real movement going forward. So. Because um, that that space needs to happen, um, because it, you know we do feel that it's important to be able to have uh, rallies and marches and demonstrations. We think that those those are absolutely essential to a vibrant democracy. But that there also needs to be an association with that, some organizing that happens, um, and you know creating some kind of a framework for an ongoing movement. Right. Uh, there's got to be more just uh, than just public demonstrations. So that's uh, that's kind of what that what that's kind of what we've got planned. So awesome. So just thinking about so you just mentioned the people's the people's platform. So what are the the areas we've narrowed down just for everyone? Um, because basically there was a public process for people to participate in, um, and we kind of narrowed it down to several certain sections to focus on at least initially in getting this done. Um, so what were what are the sections um, we're just kind of looking at, and then then how are we envisioning you know this process from the drafting going forward? I can see the what the different planks are because I have my little chart right here that I can refer to. I love so, it. <laughs> racial justice, climate justice, income and wealth inequality, a living wage. Getting big money out of politics, healthcare for all, electoral reform, and free college and student debt relief. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, right? We have we have we have volunteers like myself who've come on board um, to to help draft you know the different sections of the plank, the issue statements. Um, what process, like, what are we doing? Are we are we working with trying to reach out to other groups? Um, is there anyone else who's come on board to kind of help with any of those areas? Um, just kind of just, just 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 give me a little bit. Just just walk me through kind of like what we're hoping for. You know, okay, we we get these issue statements, we get these planks done, and we're gonna try and ratify them. Like, what are we are we hoping for people to to maybe basically present them that day? Do people vote on them? Are we gonna have some other presentation process before we actually get to Philly. Like, what are what are we looking like at with with the, with the planks and how we're, um, yeah, with the planks and how we're we're making the decision making. Um, do you want me to take this, Sean, or do you want to? Do this? If you think I should, then it's fine. Uh, no, I'm happy to take this one and you know okay. jump in if uh you know where you need. Uh, so yeah. The idea here is that in one day, 
it's not really going to be it's not can, it's it's not realistic to think that a group of a, a variety of people can come together mm-hmm. uh, a, a group of people can come together to be able to put together a, a real uh, document that is thoughtful and uh, meaningful and has actual impact um, you know it's, what we're doing is we are uh, the, the process that we have is we're, we've reached out to a number of different uh, organize, uh, organizers and organizations to be able to create the initial uh, platform uh, plank. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and so that's the first part. So a, a good example of what we've got going on is with the uh, money out of politics um, uh, platform plank. And, you know, for there we have, a uh, very diverse group of like this is we we have people from represent us uh, move to amend uh, nice. democracy spring nine rise so it's a number of different groups and organizations and actually also fair vote which is a great organization dealing with electoral reform and those groups are all uh, you know representatives of those groups are all in part uh, taking part in this platform process so they're providing their input. And there's, uh, there's one individual, Elizabeth Lindquist, who, um, you know, is kind of like basically taking all this input and will be producing a, you know, a, a platform plank. Uh, that, that draft is going to be put out to, you know, it's going to be bid to anybody and everybody to take a look at. Comments will be added, you know, amendments will be, uh, you know, proposed. And the people who are involved in the in the in the process can you know you know respond to that, take that input, and do what they will with it. Okay. And then after that pro- after that time of kind of like you know feedback and revision, we will you know hopefully what we what we imagine to have is that we will then have our final uh, platform statement, and that uh, that will then be presented to be voted on by the public. So. Everyone will have the opportunity. Everybody who's interested will have a period of time to be able to take a look at that actual, at a range of uh, of platform planks. Because you know we're 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 trying to be both coherent and uh, impactful, and yet at the same time inclusive. And so what we're doing is we're you know we we're very intentionally trying to put together uh, an organization of this of, of the writing of these planks, but also keep it open to be able to provide an opportunity for uh, you know the public to be able to weigh in in a, in a democratic in a democratic way so at the uh, once we have uh, we have the cutoff date which is I believe right now we have July 30th at that point we will have a an open period of voting where people will be able to vote. On the different platform planks, and um, and the one that the one that gets the most votes will be the one that ends up on the people's platform, and that will happen in advance. That will happen in advance of the convention itself, so that people okay. have an opportunity okay. to, to know what it is that they are coming to ratify. Um, so, uh, and and I just want to point out that this is still. It, it's still in the proposal stage. Mm-hmm. We're still developing the, ver- the specifics of how this is going to end up going, but for the most part, that's that's what we've got set up right now. So, Sounds uh, good. Shauna can weigh in if there's something that I missed or that I left out. Shana. That was pretty comprehensive. Pretty comprehensive. I second that. <laughs> so what, if anything, you know, you guys, your one-minute elevator pitch, what people know 
Um, definitely, we've been tweeting out the, the, the Twitter link for uh, People's Revolution. Um, you guys definitely check out People's Revolution on Facebook as well. And what's the web? And there's a the website. Is is it the People's Revolution or is it just People's Revolution? Peoplesrevolution.org. Peoplesrevolution.org. Um, so just, just, just closing arguments. What, what should, what do people need to know? What people should be, what do people need to do? What do you guys need from us? We need your help. That's my pitch. <laughs> Sign up on the website. Come to the event on July 23rd. If you're in Philadelphia, come to Arch Street Meeting House. Uh, it starts at 10, but be there a little bit early because it's first come, first served. It's a true people's convention. It's going to be free to the public. We need to raise the money necessary because we want it to be totally accessible to people, that there's no barriers, you know, based on finances or anything like that. So uh, please come to the, the people's convention on July 23rd in Philadelphia. And uh, find us on Facebook, Twitter, on our website, and get involved before that. And I'll let Jack do the other 30 seconds. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm just going to, like, my pitch is just going to be, you know, the People's Revolution. Uh, the People's Convention is a, a method, a new method for organizing coalition building. Participation is based on a shared desire for more open, inclusive, and representative dem democratic institutions. Regular people need new and better ways to have a voice in the political process. And, you know, the People's Revolution is recruiting a broad and diverse range of participants who coalesce around a set of decision-making processes that are intentionally designed for inclusivity and direct participation. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got it Thank covered you, in I think you guys got to cover. I think you guys rock. And I think that, uh, what, like in uh, two weeks or so, when we're looking at the final drafts coming back in, I think we should all come back together and have another conversation and follow up. Um, just kind of give an update on where things are going and, and where we're, what we're looking for going towards uh, Philly. So I appreciate you guys. Thanks. Yeah, thank you thanks. so much, Noe. It's really important that you're part of this. So thanks so much. Well, it's really important that you want me here, so I appreciate you guys, and I look forward to seeing you guys this weekend in Chicago. That's going to be exciting yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> can't wait. All right, All right, good night, guys. I told you guys, look, it's a lot of great work going on. People are really like doing really great things. Definitely go to thepeoplesrevolution.org um, and sign up. Read more about what's going on. Um, I think there might even be a few still a few areas that still need input, and even if there are there are drafts, drafts of the planks are already being drafted. However, if you you know have some thoughts, if you think you have some expertise in the area, or you just want to express your voice, definitely get involved and see what you can do to pitch in. So um, I think David has already been tweeting out the link uh, for the their Twitter account, but definitely go to thepeoplesrevolution.org and check them out on Facebook. So yeah, so also today today is the first day of. Um, State of Women. Ooh, excuse me. The White House, this is the first annual State of the Women um, event sponsored by the White House, I believe. And I, I, I want to talk about State of Women, but I also want to talk about this piece that was written a few days ago by, by, by my progressive army sister right here, Miss Pamela. <laughs> um, I think you're muted, but this piece, yo, like... Um, when it when it first got shared around and stuff, like uh, 
I just, I let me see, let me see if David can unmute you. Um, but hi, I'll see if David can unmute you. But this piece, okay. So anyway, so this piece. Oh, are you there? Oh, that's me. No, that's me echoing. Oh. Okay, can you unmute it on your end? If you like put your mouse over the screen, it should have an unmute, a microphone button at the bottom or maybe at the top on yours. Oh, it's here. Can you hear me oh. now? Oh, yes, I can. Good. I'm on my phone, so that's why I was completely oh, okay. lost. <laughs> Hi, Noah. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thank you for joining me. So please, I'll let you tell, talk about your article because it was awesome. Oh, well, thank you so much. And it was it's one of those pieces that it's it got me out of bed. I was just, mm -hmm. I woke up and my mind started racing. So many tweets. And, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm not heavy in Twitter like some of you all are. And when I go on there, all I get is people yelling and telling me that you've got to unify the party with your vote. You've got to unify yes. the party with your vote. And I'm going, what does the party do for me? Mm -hmm. And I feel completely left out, except when they need that visual. Yep. They will throw my face out there to show the diversity picture. Yep. But they really don't talk to me about my issues. And there is this intersectionality has to happen with black women specifically, yes. women of color, because, and it's sad to say, the darker your skin is, the more, you know, trials and tribulations you have to come up, overcome to accomplish anything. And so it's really an uphill battle and it's just really infuriating to go in and tell people, well, you have to unify the party. I, you have to give Hillary your vote. And then they appeal to my blackness and tell me, well, Hillary's been there. Mm -hmm. And so I asked a friend and she's um, a Hillary supporter and I mm -hmm. really trust her opinion. And I said, you know, I don't want to be unfair. I, I, you know, I've been kind of mired in this and maybe I'm getting tunnel vision. And I said, I'm going to ask her. So why should right. I vote for Hillary? And she brought me back some, you know, some information. She didn't tell me why she brought me back information. And I just kind of looked into it. And I wrote about that in another piece, the ghost of Hillary's, you know, Yes, to the African-American community and I started investigating it and I was just like you know this all sounds good just on the surface mm -hmm. but when you start digging into it it's not a lot there or mm -hmm. you have to overlook some of the things and you know well well don't blame her for what Bill did well I, I don't blame her for what you know Billy did I blame her for her support of it and then she wants to bring it up as one of her crown you know crown jewels Right, exactly. Wants me to take it, take it into account. I'm going to take it into account on you know what it is. So when I saw the um, piece on, um, where it was just thought, um, that I left on the video on the article, I was like, yes, yes, this is exactly what I've been talking about. And when everyone says, well, you know, Hillary has broken through the glass ceiling, and like I said in the article, just because you hear a little glass tinkling. Doesn't mean that hole is going to be big enough for all of us to climb through. Mm -hmm. And I just yeah. really want to be recognized, you know, daily, yearly, not just in an election year. Yep. Yeah. 
So, and that's just really what motivated the piece. And I just was shocked because it was one of those things that I was angry and I fired it off and then I went, people seem to like this. And so I, I feel like there's <laughs> that I just didn't know how to just get that out there. And so I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. Yes, people, people, not just that people liked it, but it resonates because everything you're saying is absolutely right. Like we always talk about how black women are, um, black women are, we're, we're the larger vote for Democrats in a larger proportion. Like, you know, we're this change-making driving force, and yet we're underrepresented when you talk about, you know, candidates, when you talk about people in real, like, in certain positions. They're, they're, they're you know, we got to go do our duty. We got to go help our sisters or whatever when it's come time to, to, to get in line, get in formation, so to speak. But where are people when it comes time to all these other issues that absolutely directly affect our lives every single day? It's not just this whole, well, yes, because now my daughter knows that she can be president, but only if she overcomes poverty, illiteracy, domestic violence, you know, all these multitude of issues that definitely impact women of color, black women in particular, that are not being talked about or addressed. Like, so, like I mentioned today is, you know, the state of women, and it's very interesting that you have this going on, and we're talking about the the, the historical nature of, of Hillary's candidacy. But one of the things you were talking about is like, what has she actually done? There was a piece talking about her stance on welfare reform and why you don't really, why you still can't even really pin her down on exactly what her position on welfare is, right? And like one of the big things, that's another one of those things that was a Bill Clinton era, you know, policy, but she supposedly, you know, people try to say, oh, she didn't really have anything to do with it. But she in her own memoirs has said she was a part of that conversation. She had a lot to do with it. And, you know, um, Edelman Wright, they, they, you know, Mary, she's infamous saying like, you know, she split with them over, you know, the bill and the, ref and the, the reform. Um, but what we don't look at is how some of these policies and some of these ways where she has stood on things disproportionately impacts in a negative way women of color. Even her reluctance to support Fight for 15. We look at the Fight for 15 movement, which is overwhelmingly women of color, single mothers on the front line of this battle. And it's like, eh, even her scoffing at, you know, the the the, the family leave proposal um, that Senate, that's, uh, Senate Democrats have put forth that Bernie Sanders supports. Like, there are so many ways where she's out of connection with us. And now we see well, you're a woman, you need to support her, or Trump is really evil, so you need to support her. I mean, they keep trying to find how whatever way they can to get us in line, but your piece, like, really hit it home for me, and it's just like, I can't... Mm -mm. Can you still hear me? I can still hear you. Yes, you're there. Okay, you're good. all right. Something happened with my camera there, but um, it was one of those things that I was actually on welfare when Bill Clinton was in office. Mm. And I was married and we had a son and we were going to college and it was the, the rules changed midstream for us. And it was so difficult just to, I mean, we were doing the things that you were supposed to do. We didn't want to exist on welfare forever. Yes. We were trying to work and better ourselves and go to school. And there were just, there was just hoop after hoop after hoop. And then a few years later, um, I was a single mother and you know, it was always a situation where I was $36, making $36 too much to get any assistance. But I, I actually contemplated going in and asking for a, to lower my pay 
Mm. so that I could qualify for assistance because the assistance would have been more helpful with me being able to get food so I could cover right. bills and medicine. You know, it was one of right. those situations. And so when you see that they're so proud of that bill, you know, I feel like they're speaking to the right. They're not speaking to the liberals. They're not speaking to the progressives. They're speaking to the right. She's trying to pull those votes. And that's why I say in the article, she's playing on their field with their ball and with their referees. She had to become one of them. And, you know, Hillary's very capable. I will not take that away from her. She's very capable. I'm right. not going to tear her down. But there are a lot of capable women. She's not some anomaly. Exactly. And so, exactly. you know, that's not enough for me to get behind her. So, yes, she's very capable. But what is she doing with that capability? You know, it was interesting today because, of course, there's there's uh, um, she she she's giving her speeches now, especially with her and Trump going back and forth in the aftermath of the Orlando massacre. Um, their comment, her commentary about radical Islam and certain countries and to stop financing, you know, terrorists and stuff like that. There was a um, there was a meme or a tweet or something about how some of the countries she's calling out donate money millions to her found to, to their foundation. Um, someone else then pointed out that you know some of these countries have some of the most abusive and atrocious policies towards women, right? right. And then now today. Someone pointed out that those countries, uh, some of them also, you know, they they not only persecute but execute people for being gay. And and it is you do start to question. At what point do you draw the line of being able to support someone? Like I understand, I understand everyone's feeling Trump is bad, Trump is evil, Trump is scary. Um, I don't know, tell y'all like Trump is bad, Trump is evil, Trump is scary, but. (laughs) Hillary Clinton just says the same stuff. She just does so really nicely. Yes, um, exactly. exactly. They both talked about radical, radical, radicalized Islam yesterday, right? You have POTUS saying, I mean, I'm not going there. Like, what does that even do? What does that even do? And you, she's falling, like you, like you said, she's playing on their territory, on their field, using their language. And Regardless of whether, and this is not to say if people, if you know, if people decided that they, they feel that they got to do what they got to do, like keeping Trump out is more important, more power to you, you know, as long as you know that's what you're doing. But she needs to be, she does need to be addressed. She does need to be called out on this. And we do need to question what this actually means for women. Because we can say we need to uplift women, we need to do stuff for women, but which women, who, how, and on whose terms are we doing this? Because at the end of the day, she is still a rich corporatist, woman, excuse me, woman or otherwise, she still holds a certain position in society that most of us will never even come close to. Well, this is what I have to say about that too, is that when people appeal to me that I need to vote for her, um, I've never been so heartbroken as with the Gloria Steinem comments that the Bernie support, because the women who are Bernie supporters want to go where the boys are. Yeah. And it was just like, we can't demand equality mm-hmm. if we're going to say, but you can't attack me. You can't come at me. You can't discuss with me the same way you do with the boys because right. I'm a woman. If I always have to address you because you're a woman, that's not equality. And the, these are the kinds of things that make people look at feminism and go, well, this is where you want preferential treatment. And we don't need yeah. preferential treatment. We want to be you know, on equal footing. And we can't just keep asking for adjustments and ask to be on equal footing. 
And that's what I feel like she's done for her election is say, well, you know, I'm here, I'm a woman, so you should just support me just because I'm a woman and you're a woman. Right. You're a feminist, you must support me. And I'm I'm proud of her. Let me just say, in my lifetime, if she makes it all the way, <clears throat> she makes it all the way. And <laughs> and I've seen the first African American president mm-hmm. and the first woman president. Right. But there's only going to be one of those that I'm going to be very proud of. And mm. it's just, and, <laughs> and, and I have to say when um, Obama spoke a couple days ago, it was another little twist of the knife because it was like, you can't think of anyone better for this position. Right. And I'm like, you literally were in the room with the other candidate. You cannot tell me after the thing she said about you. So when I see these sort of political games being played in, like I've never had any illusions that Obama was anything but a politician, but right. I think he did an excellent job with his presidency. Right. But when I see the politics being played, I've got to call him out too. Yes, definitely. Um, that definitely was a bit of political theater happening there. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> and yes, has continued yes, to do so. Uh, I, I was kind of miffed when I saw the letter in my email, in my inbox from him about how I need to be with her. I'm like, dude, are you serious? <laughs> Just because you forget, it's like when you, it's like when, 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 when your girl, when your girl breaks up with her, with her, with her dude and he did her so dirty, yes. and he's still mad for her. Right. <laughs> they may have made up, they may be back together. But you still so mad that you won't even you won't even so bring bread no, no like, I haven't forgotten or like, my I've got a daughter. Uh huh. She posted. She was just like, my mom has not forgotten what you t- did or said about me. It's the same way. It's yes, like, it no. is. It is exactly like what we love. We love so hard and so fiercely. And we're so loyal. But it's just like I understand. It was very weird for me because yesterday, someone who I who I trust like so much and respect so much, and their opinion is like probably top five people in the world, their opinion matters in the top five most to me ever out of anybody. Um, My heart broke a little bit when I was told that, you know, I'm going to have to vote for Hillary and I'm going to have to go out there and work for her. I said, you going to do what? I said, you know what? I love you. And if you feel like you got to vote for Hillary, okay. But you don't got to lift one finger to help that woman win. All the millions of dollars and all the political machine they got going on, they got that. You don't have to. You don't have to put your integrity, your reputation on the line um, for that person. But but it's the fear. You know what I'm saying? I think that people have not seen someone as polarizing and and concerning as Donald Trump. And there are a lot of people, a lot of so-called good progressives, who are starting to say the same exact thing. Trump is so scary. We have to keep him out. But at what cost? And and what are we, everyone just saying, oh my God, let's just support Hillary because we got to keep Trump out. Even if you do support her, what are you, what are you leveraging that support for? Yeah. And it's, it goes with the hashtag. And I, I want to think about what a candidacy, what a run for president has come down to when you have a hashtag that says, girl, I guess I'm with her. I mean, <laughs> exactly. that's, that's the only emotion that you got people like, dragging themselves you know, flailing themselves on the way to the the, the election booth. What platform are you running on? What and the fact that there's so many black women attached to the hashtag too is hilarious, right? Because black women supposedly just love Hillary Clinton so much. There are so many of us, like I saw someone had a gift 
and it was a gift of Rihanna like tearing something like throwing something at somebody <laughs> and I was like that's me voting for Hillary like <clears throat> Yeah, 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 you know, and I, I really, I mean, this is something that you know, really is one of those issues where I think about it and I go, I may, you know, put my all my eggs in this basket because this is where my my heart is. This is where because my right. my politics doesn't come from. Um, well, let me vote for this because this is the the move, and then four years from now I can make the move. Right. I'm looking at someone. My my political views come from. I, I'd like to thank my compassion in my heart. And so I have to vote with my compassion in my heart. And I really have to vote for the person that I feel has put their heart and passion into other people consistently right. through the years, not just suddenly, not on a flip flop. Cause I can go over to this meeting today and I can say, Oh, I believed X, Y, and Z, and then go to another meeting down the street the same day and say, well, I'm really for A, B, and C. And then right. try to make us right. believe at the next town hall meeting that it was okay, that it, it was all the same thing and it just never happened. It's just like, you know, a, that sleight of hand, it never happened. And I'm like, no, it, it is happening and it's happening consistently and we have video proof of it. The internet has been the biggest... Yeah, like... Everybody's like, got their camera phone. You, you're not going to be able to hide those things. And I really feel like they had to really just work extra hard to overcome that. Because I think if we had, if we had a play, a, a, a regular playing field in terms of like regular media, in addition to the media that we've all developed over the last several months, um, I think it would be a lot tougher climb for her. We'll see how things shake, shake out, you know, over the next several months. But um I, I, you know, I got JP, you know, JP's a taskmaster. So <laughs> I appreciate you so much for coming on and talking to me. And I would actually, I mean, I, this was fun. We need to do this again. We should, um, we should. Thank you for having me, Anoa. Definitely. Check, check, uh, check Pamela out on Twitter. Goddess Pamela on Twitter. Um, definitely check her out at progressivearmy.com. A lot of, we have a whole slew of writers at Progressive Army. Ben and David and Kelly and Niz and everyone have built an amazing team. So please, please, please check out and support. Um, definitely appreciate you guys. Appreciate you so much. You guys have probably already seen by now. Um, DC has been called for Hillary. The primary season officially over. And the real work is now yet to be set to begin. We, we, we got work to do. So yeah, regardless of what you do from this point over, forward with your vote, we have work to do. We have work to do down ballots, local elections. We have work to do in our communities. I mean, it's so much more than voting. We got to leverage that vote onto the possibility, opportunity for a better tomorrow. So that is all we have for tonight with The Way with the Noah. I'm out. No.